Welcome to a very special 25th episode of Video Store Clerks. And tonight, well, gentlemen, we work at a video store. And the one constant in a video store, well, other than customers asking about the new releases and Chuck Nasty disappearing behind the curtain for hours on end in the porn section, the one constant is customers coming in asking, what's good? What's good? I want a horror movie. I want a slasher movie. I want to see, not maybe not blood and guts, maybe not monsters. I want to see suspense. I want to see a good thriller. I want to see an action adventure. I want fucking a modern day Indiana Jones movie. Something different. Something good. What do you got? Well, we always take them to one section in the store. But Dave, Dave, you sophisticated sexual deviant, you. Is there one section in the store like that? Why, yes, there is. We take them to one section in the store. That is the John Carpenter section. That's right. All this and more. All this can come from one man. Yes. Yes, it did. So tonight, put down your Sutter Kane novel. Grab your vampire steak. Hold on to your butcher knife and hop on board the old pork chop express because it's John Carpenter tonight. Tonight on Video Star Clerks. Booyah! It's not a legacy I want to leave behind, but I am Chuck Nasty. How the fuck am I out of this? Welcome to the store. Gentlemen, gentlemen, tonight's the night. Once again, welcome to Video Store Clerks. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. We are your humble clerks tonight. I am Dave. I'm Chadman. Chuck froze. Sorry. <laughs> My goddamn shit's stupid. There we go. <laughs> that's, my, that's my explanation. My goddamn shit's stupid. Sorry, guys. That's all right. Uh, fair warning. Um... In both our necks of the woods, there's a bad storm a brewing. Mm -hmm. We're taking place right now, so bear with us if perhaps we have technical difficulties in the store. You know, we haven't paid rent in the video store for years. It's a wonder we have any power at all. But here we are. Here we are tonight <laughs> once again. That guy. <coughs> you know that guy? I know that guy. Yeah, I know that guy. Once again, it's John Carpenter tonight. And tonight, your clerks... We'll pick three of our favorite movies from this legendary filmmaker. The word not easy. Yeah, not easy. Not yeah. easy at all. This was actually, this was the most fun, but yet the most difficult one I think we've ever done. Yeah. No, yeah. The, the choices are, are limitless. Yeah, like I didn't realize he did so much shit until I started going through his little resume there and i was like it's not so little yeah you're like oh yeah he did that oh shit oh there's that one oh there's this one and it's it's like it's you really start thinking about it you start realizing that that john carpenter's the master for a reason absolutely and you know the word legend gets thrown around a lot but i challenge anyone to argue that this man is not a living legend because he He's is a, he really is He's the last of the greats, man. I mean, he really is. I mean, like we, we lost Hooper, we lost Romero, we lost Craven. 
-hmm. You know what I mean? Like when it comes down to the forefathers of our generation's horror, John Carpenter is, is the last saving grace. Yes, absolutely. And if anyone was to come up or state their Mount Rushmore, if you will, of legendary filmmakers, without a doubt, he would be on there. You know, with the with the likes of, like you said, Wes Craven, um, Tobe Hooper, um, uh, Ridley Scott. He will be at SteelCon in Pittsburgh, yes. August 11th through yes. the 13th, and I will be there. Oh, you fucker! Yes. I mean. Good job. Oh, big shocker. Chad, Chad's fucking met everybody, okay? So whatever. We will add him to the collection, which hopefully <laughs> he doesn't put his fucking death mark on him like he's done a lot of other celebrities, but... Hopefully you, not. You just need to, you need to try to get a video of him saying, like, welcome to video store clerks. Ah, there we go. Just throwing that out there. That would be dope. Just throwing that out there. Um, hey, actually, for that shit, that'd be like another 200. Whatever. But I'd do it. Whatever. But again, with this legendary filmmaker, I mean... So many directors have publicly stated that John Carpenter directly influenced their life and career. And there's a whole laundry list of them, but let me just list a couple names to give you an idea. James Cameron, Quentin Tarantino, Gamario Del Toro, Robert Rodriguez, James Wan, James Gunn, just to name a few. But enough of that. We all know, like, if you don't know the guy, why are you watching the show? What are you doing? What are you doing? They like us. <laughs> like, well, okay. First off, before we before we get in, into this real quick, um, John Carpenter isn't just a master at, at, uh, at his craft of, of writing and directing horror. Um, he's also he's an amazing musician. Uh, I the stuff that he comes out with, man, like all his fucking movies. I mean, he scores all that shit. Like, mm -hmm. it's <clears throat> it's something that, that that I appreciate the fuck out of. Every time I watch a joke, like last night we were watching uh, What's the Thing, and we watched Big Trouble in Little China, and then uh, The Fog, and just listen to those soundtracks, man. Like, that, that score is just fucking, it's it's Also, not to cut you off, great. Jeff, but he also is the composer of the Shutter theme. Shutter plug. Shutter plug. Is he really? Yes, sir. Word? I had you no idea. Just type in John Carpenter on the Shutter search thing, and it'll pop up and be like Shutter theme song by John Carpenter, and it plays the whole fucking song. It's sweet. Um, he Little things we edits. didn't know. He yeah. also edits his own movies. Yes, I mean he. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure he has a big hand in casting too, because um, He's a lot old. of the same people work with There's him. A lot of reoccurring a, people. In a his bunch movies. of times. Um, Kurt Russell, Sam Neill, um, Donald Pleasance. Donald, yeah, Donald Pleasance. There, there's a bunch of them. But anyway, oh, yeah. my God, we could go on and on and on Keith and on. David. Keith David, yeah. Uh, we could go on and on and on all night. Um, feeding the praise of this living legend. But let's get into it. Um, like let's I totally said, um, this was difficult. Um, I think, I, I feel like Halloween should just be a given. It's given. It's a given. Yeah. We'll just, like, Halloween is a masterpiece. It's, it's one of his masterpieces. Like, We're gonna leave it be. It's not on any of our list. We already know that it is up there. It's up. We there. all love it. He's the man's a legend. That completely gave birth to the slasher genre. Was yeah. one of the greatest, if not the greatest, most successful independent film of all time. I think they made it for like three hundred grand. Yeah, sixty some million dollars, whatever it was. But anyway, um, I mean, so also, 
Uh, also, real quick, I got to mention though, John Carpenter has affiliation in Kentucky. He grew up there, didn't he? I think he went to mm -hmm. university there too, didn't he? Yep, yep. And a lot of uh, the names of certain places in Halloween were from from uh, here in my home state. Represent. Uh, represent. Get started. Let's just give a shout out to Bruce Campbell. Happy birthday! Happy birthday, Bruce Campbell. Yeah. Happy birthday, Ash Williams. We love you. Ah! He's he's the fucking man. I'm sure we'll have a Bruce Campbell night on this show. We, to. we need to. It's going to happen. For sure. I just watched him in the new Doctor Strange movie. I haven't seen it yet, but it's... it's I haven't either. Doing this. Mm -hmm. yeah. well, we'll, we'll get to that. Yes. So back to John Carpenter. So back to John Carpenter. Let's just get started. Start rolling with these movies. Um, again, this was difficult, so I'm just going to start. My number three, In the Mouth of Madness. Absolutely, 1995. Absolutely, <laughs> what what am I? I've loved it since the first time I saw it. Um, it's great. I feel like it's underrated. Very underrated. Like not not enough people have seen this movie, but it's so good. Um, it stars Sam Neill, who just um, hot off the heels of Jurassic Park, went on yep. to do this movie, and he's he's worked with John Carpenter before too. <laughs> Um, about the, the Sutter Kane, um, sort of that HP Lovecraft kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Which is what I love about it. Mm -hmm. And, um, John Glover's in it. He yeah. plays that doctor at the beginning. <laughs> Such a great part. Um, this movie's, um, it's scary. It's fun. It's, it's your, the perfect John Carpenter movie, right? Yeah. Monsters. <laughs> it, it what? Oh, go ahead. Sorry. I thought oh, that. no. Uh, mouth in the mouth of madness. Uh, I'm a big where, where I write horror stories and shit. I uh, I tend to like movies that have to do with writers, and in this one, there is a complete like this is a writer who is so mysterious that they have to go out and seek him. Mm -hmm. You know. And it just, I don't know. There, there's something about this movie that I, I, because I, Chad and I, I think, did we talk about it the other day? Briefly. Yeah. Like, it's it, it's it's a very underrated movie. You weren't wrong about that at all. It's so because, good. Um, I mean, it really it's is. on Shudder. <clears throat> it is. It, it is. It is on Shudder. It is on Shudder. Shudder. Hey. Hey, Shudder. <laughs> we'll do it can for get, free. Can, 100%. We'll do it for free. We'll do it for free. I'd love to be on Shudder. It'd be great. And the, the way one of the lines in the movie is something it's something along the lines of reality shares your point of view. But sane and insane could easily swap places if the insane became the majority. Right. It's scary to think about because it kind of feels like we're slowly headed in that direction. Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh the idea of, of being in a place because when Sam Neill goes to search him out, he ends up in this fucking town that is like not a ghost town, but like everybody's kind of like, it's like Freddy's dead right. where everybody knows something and they don't really want to talk too much about it, but you just know that it's something sinister. You know what I mean? Like I, I, I fucking love the movie. It, it's so good. Like something's not right here, and it turns out the town um, Hobbs End mm -hmm. um, is from Sutter Cade's book, and everything yeah. is slowly starting to become reality. 
it's just good stuff. I love this movie. Any final thoughts on In the Mouth of Madness before we move on? <laughs> I always thought it was pretty dope how, like, uh, I guess you said, like, like, everything in the book was, <coughs> was actually happening. It's like he even mentions, like, the old lady beating the shit out of her husband and torturing him and killing him. And then, like, she's just the sweetest little old lady ever. But then later on, her fucking husband's, like, handcuffed to her ankle. And she's like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> The sweet old lady just looks down because he's like he's squirming and he's gagged, and she just looks down and goes, "Hush." Uh, it's like he's uh, mad or something. When uh, when it first, I remember when it, when it came out. Like uh, mm -hmm. every comic book that I had had a fucking like for that time period. Every comic book I bought had an ad for in the mouth of Madness in it, and I remember when I first saw it. Um, I was kind of like I, I didn't know about it, like how I was gonna feel about it at first because it was like when I was around the time I was really getting into horror like hardcore, and I just I just I've always fell in love with it. The character the, the characters are great. The idea of a writer having his entire uh, um, book verse yeah, like his whole his whole universe being an actual place. Um, which I mean, like, and there's the, you know, the HP Lovecraft thing is, is, uh, that's, that's pretty much, I'm pretty sure that's the basis of what it was. Uh, but it's also like Stephen King, you know what I mean? Like you could seriously just change the name to Stephen King and that would be, you know, mm -hmm. the, because that's, that's what I said. Like I get more Stephen King than HP Lovecraft, but I mean, but the the ending scene when well close to the end when Sam Neill confronts Sutter Kane. Which by the way, the name Sutter Kane is fucking cool. And if I ever have a fucking like another kid, Sutter Kane. That's that's gonna be the fucking name. Just saying. Um like that's that, that I think it's a great fucking name. It really is. It's it's about as cool as Billy Zane. Right. <laughs> You know what I mean? Mm. You know, but yeah, it's a great fucking movie. It's a very underrated movie, and anybody hasn't fucking seen it, check that shit out. Yeah, check it out. It's yeah, on Shutter. Dope. It's on Shutter this month. That was actually Shutter. the first uh, movie Shutter. I watched for the Carpenter. Oh, nice. Yeah, because you'll notice a theme with all his movies. He has a knack, a talent for taking an old idea and making it new again, which yeah. you'll notice in all his movies. I'm sure as we go on, which we will. Go ahead, sir. See, I'm still up in the air on like three different ones for my third pick. This is hard. It, yeah. <clears throat> hmm. Like I could pick ten of them easy, but we're gonna we're gonna go escape from New York. Nice. Good choice. Like even whenever like whenever I was a kid growing up, like Rambo was real big and shit. And then like so I mean obviously I was born the year it came out, so I didn't see it till later. And it just gave me like that that street street vengeance type shit for Rambo. Mm -hmm. wasn't in a jungle it was just in the fucking streets but then it also had me freaked out because i was like so this takes place in 97 it's like five years or so from whenever i first saw the movie so i'm like shit's gonna pop off here because like i mean <laughs> back then like you don't know what the fuck's up like you think like shit's gonna happen the way it is in the movies like all the futuristic shit that's why we still don't have hoverboards fucking bullshit but i mean like <laughs> i thought like class of 1999 yeah. like fucking teachers were happy the teachers were going to be fucking robots and all that shit. Like, but it really wasn't. 
but like all together, like it was a dope movie. Like it had all the action. It didn't stop. Like it's it two. It's two. It's two. It's, two, it's 2022. Why can't we just fucking like push a button and we go wherever? I don't know. I'm just saying. I'm just saying you know. Right. But yeah, I definitely, yeah. I definitely love that movie. Like I actually went back and watched it today because I was just so torn about the third pick because it was between that and Christine and a couple others. Like I mean, I I haven't seen Escape to New York in years. I'll be perfectly fucking honest. I, I actually I plan on watching those here soon, both of them. Like Escape from uh, Atlanta is dope too, but it just kind of went a little more cartoonish, comic-y type. Yeah, the the soundtrack to to L.A. was a little better than the movie was. Let's right. be honest. Um, but but Chris Campbell in it. Yeah. Yeah, but the the Kurt Russell movies. I was talking to a friend of mine that was here before we got on, and um, and he made a, he he he. We were talking about John Carpenter stuff, and he was like, "Well, I always see the Kurt the Kurt Russell movies are like top tier John Carpenter mm-hmm. films." Mm-hmm. I mean, because I mean, you you really think about it. I mean, like you you know, Big Trouble thing, the Escape from New York movies. Um, was that it? Is that all he did? Um, Elvis. Elvis. It was from, a TV movie. Yeah, it was way back. Shit, John Carpenter did that, didn't he? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I totally fucking forgot about that. Yeah, shit. Nobody ever thinks about John Carpenter making an Elvis movie. Yeah. Right? Yeah, it yeah. was. Yeah. And Kurt Russell playing him. <laughs> I think my mom. I think my mom had that taped years ago. He was perfect, though. He looked just like him. He did. He looked good. Yeah. Any, uh, final thoughts for Escape from New York? Classic. You great haven't seen it, watch it. That's another great one with a great score. And there's there isn't a bad score. Everybody's yeah. in the movie. Yeah. There's no, there's no bad score when it comes down to a, uh, to a carpet. No. There really isn't. And that just is another reason why he's the king. All right. Now I'm curious. Chuck Nasty, you're number three. <sighs> God, man, the number three was the one that was the hardest for me. Me too. Mm-hmm. I think all of us. It was. I had my I, first two picked in like a day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, God damn it. I was a toss-up on this one. And I, I'll tell you the one I'm going to go with, and then uh, we can talk about the other one. Um, the Fog. Really? I thought that would be your number too. one. Well, see, really did too. the thing is, I love the fog. I, I, it's, it's, it's a film that <clears throat> really made me more intrigued with, with a certain type of horror. The idea of, uh, uh, you know, ghosts and, and, and pirates coming back from the dead because of stolen treasure and all that. Like it works. Everything about it's fucking amazing. I mean, it, it, it's it's creepy. Um, you got some good death scenes. It's not. It's probably the the least gory um, out of a lot of the the stuff that he did. But I mean, they 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 tapped into uh, a, a creep factor. You know, from the very beginning of the movie, from the very beginning of the movie, you see certain things happening. The guy in the in the, the grocery store, you know, with the sign, and and you know. He's hearing stuff and all this stuff. You know, everybody has the same. Everybody has the same. Uh, there's so fucking many. Um, has has this because my girlfriend's over here showing me all the fucking movies, and it's like, yeah, well, there's tons. 
But like, yeah, the fog, man. That, that's that's this one. And also, I gotta say, I gotta say, the person that got me into the fog, I got to meet recently. Who was that? It was Joe Bob Briggs. Oh shit! Which, yeah, which up here, up here above Friday Thirteenth is my signed. Oh, you can kind of see it, whatever. It's my signed autograph by Joe Bob and Darcy. And uh, I tried to explain my drunken self to Joe Bob. I was like, uh, thanks. The thing is, in my head, in my head, I'm like, I told him, I, I walked up to him. We got, we got to the table and he was, he was signing autographs. Okay. <laughs> but and he was signing autographs and uh, I, I, I was like, you know, because of you, like I, I have found so many of my 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 favorite like horror films, um, and one of them being The Fog. I was from the. I always remember you saying The Fog, <laughs> The Fog. The way he said it, like he was just like we're back to the fog. And I I don't know. I asked I asked my buddy Jay who was with me, and I was like, did I sound fucking drunk? He's like, I don't know. I was drunk too, and. But the thing is, Joe Bob's reply was, oh, that's cool. <laughs> it's like, cool story, kid. Let's get this yeah, <laughs> you know, but, but the thing is, though, is like it was it was a dream come true meeting because he really did introduce me to all kinds of shit. And the fog, I mean, a lot of movies, but the fog was one that just always just, I don't know, it just hit me in the right way. You know, I mean, like uh, every year on, on April, was it 21st or whatever the fuck it is? Uh, fucking uh, it's or what was is that is that when the fog the whole thing starts is April twenty first? I don't remember or something like that. Like, I have to it's watch good. it all the it's time. Really it's the one I haven't really watched. Really? I mean, uh, I've seen it numerous times back in the day, but like recently, like that's probably been fifteen years since I've watched it. Well, I will have to throw this out here. Uh, anybody that's never seen the fog, uh, do yourself a favor. Make sure it's the original and not the piece of shit remake. Oh, that's right. They did do a remake, didn't they? Oh, they did a remake of it, and it's the worst remake I've ever seen in my life. It's so it. bad. It's so bad. I tried watching it. I watched it once. And I was remake at least every week about how bad it is. I mean, I've never, I've never seen it. I do, I do mention how much I hate this fucking remake uh, all the time. Even last week, I mentioned Tom Welling, and he's like, oh, unicorns. <laughs> <laughs> Like I, I, I just I, I tried watching it once because I'll give everything a fucking chance, and it just it didn't. There's something about it. It just made me mad. And then like years later, I went back and watched it again, and uh, it pissed me off again. I was like, I never watched this movie again. It's a piece of shit. You can't. It it it's just bad. It's so fucking bad. But the fog the fog is number three for me because, uh, <laughs> it's uh, I mean fuck John Carpenter's in it. He makes an appearance. I mean, the actors in this fucking movie, uh, Tom Atkins, come on, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis, her mother, oh, yeah. the, the, her Adrian mother, Barbeau. The, Adrian Barbeau. I mean, fuck. But, but you can't, Janet Lee, the, 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 the screen queen, psycho. You know what I mean? Like, uh, fuck, there's, there's so many great fucking actors in this fucking movie. And the script, is, it, I think, is perfect. It, the whole idea of it, it's almost kind of like Leprechaun, like you stole the gold. Now, you know, time to meet the Reaper. And, and this one, 
in this one, there's so many moments where you're kind of freaked out. Like, you know what I mean? Like they're on the boat and the guy falls out and he has no eyes and he's like, he's drenched and everything like these and never, he wouldn't in the water. Like he, he drowned, but he was never, you know, it's just, there, there's just, there's so many fucking scenes, man. But just that, you know, Adrian Bobo, uh, come on. <laughs> Who didn't have a fucking crush on her? I mean, seriously. Well, I just found uh, out like today. Cause I was watching uh, escape from New York. Like I like, Checked her out on IMDb. I didn't know that her and Carpenter were married for like five or six years. Yeah, and I won't go into it on here. But yeah, I've heard I've heard things from different people about that situation. <laughs> oh, they no. still respect each other. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's, 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 you know, actually, you know, I, I gotta say, uh, the one moment that I had to speak to Adrian Barbo, my mom uh, took it over. Um. <laughs> my mom, my mom works Scarefest in Lexington, which I've probably mentioned a thousand times. Yeah, and there was one year that Adrian Adrian was there, and I wasn't. I didn't know. I you know, I was kind of nervous. I was like, you know, and my mom just walks up to her and starts talking like she's an old buddy. <laughs> I remember you were on this soap opera, blah, blah, blah. and they were just talking, chatting up and shit. And I'm over there going, I don't know if I'm supposed to like say anything or it was just like. Because I, I know how I am. I'd be like, you were great in the fog. <laughs> <laughs> and those episodes of Drew Carey were great, too. Was she in there? You know, like, yeah, she was She was uh, uh, Oswald's mom. Okay. I always yeah. remember her from Creepshow. There was a whole... Yeah, of course. I mean, obviously, Creepshow. Yeah, yeah. She was a fucking bitch in that. <laughs> um, just, just tell him to call you Billy. Yeah, that's right. That's what it is. Yeah. 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 That's I won't I'm not gonna say anything, but I can compare a couple of X's to that one. But anyway, um uh yeah. Uh that was it. Yeah. Fucking heck. Well said. Well said. <laughs> Excellent pick. Excellent pick with, with the fall. Um oh shit, it's back to me. Um Bob Surprise. Uh, surprise. My number two, I'm I'm gonna go with the thing. Fuck yeah. Um, 1982. Um, and you know, the other constant with John Carpenter movies is they did not do well at the box office, which is funny to think about. Yeah. They're all iconic now. Yeah. But you know, what would you rather have? Would you, what's your definition of success? Is it selling a, a lot of tickets on the opening weekend or is it having a movie that people are still talking about 40 years later? I would say the latter for me. Right. Um, you also you also have to think about like when Reynolds got real big too. Like that that was also a thing. A lot of movies like were shit in theaters, but when mm-hmm. movies came out to rent, you know, people were like crazy about it, which is yeah, weird. Because pe- people yeah. saw it. Um, I think what happened yeah. with the thing is it went up against E. T. Which was the total opposite of the thing in every way. Yeah. Yeah. Um but another uh, another Kurt Russell. What are you doing? Yada yada, yada yada, yada yada. Um, another Kurt Russell collaboration. Um, just just a fucking great movie, man. It was a gore fest with crazy good special effects, actually. Yeah, um, especially for its time. I hated the part with the dogs. Yeah, oh. yeah, that, that always gets me. But it's a great. I mean, but it's a good scene. I hate seeing the dog go through that much pain. But I mean that. 
that's when you first really get a good idea of like the terror that's about ready to happen, you know? Uh, um, that again is another very old idea that he made new again. I think, I think the, it was based on a novel that came out in 1951, I believe. Um, back in the fifties with during the flying saucer UFO craze with well, there was a movie. Yeah. The movie was, um, based, uh, it wasn't called the thing though. The novel was called, I don't remember the name. Um, I've got, I've got the original thing on VHS. It's called the thing, but it was based off a novel from a different name, um, that came out years and years before, but I, I forget the name of the novel. Um, uh, so uh, I, fuck, I forget. Fact, we fact check. That out. We, need, we need somebody to fact check. Fact um, check. Somebody listening. Anybody? With the most terrifying idea. Yeah, evasion of the body statues. Right. Something yeah. else like that. The most terrifying idea imaginable when an alien life form takes over your body and you're in an isolated, uncomfortable environment. Kind of like alien. Yeah. Um, it didn't feel as claustrophobic, but I think being stuck in the Arctic would be worse. I mean, I've never been to space, but um, I feel like being stuck in the cold Arctic would be worse than than fucking anything imaginable. Well, watching it last night, I because I, I, I was talking to my girlfriend about it, and I was like, you know, this movie has got so many fucking like, fear factors to it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's fucking freezing, for one. Two, you don't know who to trust because there's a fucking man-eating like alien running around mm-hmm. who was taking the place of all your friends and animals um nobody can trust anybody i mean do you remember the scene i mean with, with kurt russell whether like they they come you know they're like oh you know and he like mccready and he's like standing there and he's got the fucking flare and he's got the the dynamite and he just uh-huh. he's you know even like whenever like uh what was his name cooper went crazy like in the very like from the jump, as soon as he saw like the data on his computer that was like looking like an old oh, Atari yeah. game, yeah. yeah, like yeah, like Atari like, game, yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that shit was dope. Like it, it definitely would put the fear in you. Like you couldn't trust nobody. Yeah, I mean, I, I say it was a gore fest, but like you said, with the suspense factor, I think it, there was more suspense than anything when he's holding the, um, when he's doing the thing with the petri dish that has the blood in it to and test the them test. yeah yeah you don't know who it is it's like a whodunit kind of thing you don't know you don't know who it is um it, it, there's, there's little stuff like um people getting shots there's a lot of times the, where they, they show the need a close-up of the needle going into the arm and you just kind of cringe yeah um, when he slices his thumb yeah, like if you ever if you ever gotten a paper cut before that's it, tough I actually had to look away for a hot second whenever yeah, that should happen. Yeah. Especially whenever, like, whenever Windows is doing it and then he does it really fucking slow to himself for some reason. <laughs> yeah, you just and then it's just like, ah, man. It's little things like that. Yeah. Uh, but you, you can't you can't ignore the gore. Oh. I mean, when they first saw that 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 one beast, it was it was the dog. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And fucking uh Walter, what was his fucking name? Fucking diabetes. Um, oh, Wilford, the Wilford Brimley. Wilford, yeah, Wilford, Wilford Brimley, which yeah. you don't even realize it's him with the mustache. Yeah, but, he's so uh, weird, clean shaven. He really does. Um, and he's like, he's just walking around that thing. He's just like, uh, uh, and he's just like, it, it, you feel like he's actually gross the fuck out. Like he he's reaching into this thing and he just he's making these noises and stuff that you would 
when you're cleaning up dog shit that looks like you know your dog ate like 50 pounds or something they should have um it's just this big fucking beast i mean like the the the, the special effects in this fucking film i are they're legendary and yeah. that's that's the word that we will keep using uh for for these films because i mean Especially for that time frame like i mean back then yeah. like that shit was crazy um which I gotta, I gotta throw out here one of my favorite scenes in that fucking movie is a very, uh, it's a favorite of a lot of people's. When Duder's on the slab, it's about, yeah. And then they're trying to do, uh, what the fuck CPR? is it? The yeah, yeah. And he, and his fucking body opens up yeah. and just like, it, yes, it's like what the yeah, and then, runs off. Yeah, and then like the heads all fucking like. I mean, like, dude, come on. That 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 scene. And like he's got his tongue out and he's like dragging the yeah. head across the floor. Like I, that movie that's the kind of shit that I'd rather see now. Oh you know, God. I don't care about CGI and all that oh, shit. Man. I want to see practical effects. That, that's like the scene that goes <laughs> through your head whenever someone says the word the thing. Like, you just go yeah. straight to that scene. Like that's that's what yeah, I do anyway. Like it's so fucking good. Uh, it's just, it's just, it's just so good. I mean, there's just so many gore. I mean, I'm, I'm watching it last night. And I hadn't seen it in a minute, and I'm just like, this is fucking beautiful. It's so gross. I mean, but, but it's, it's what I want in my right. sick little twisted heart is I want to see the gore. There's a great story, great characters, fucking phenomenal. But the gore, it, 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 it warms my heart. Really does. I love. I love the thing. It's a great film, and I'll go ahead and throw out there that was my number two as well. Oh, nice. So. Um, yeah. It, again, it's another idea that's been used over and over again since since um the the first season of, of the X Files had a show had an episode just like it where mm -hmm. they were trapped up in the Arctic. Um, I think there was there a remake of the thing. Yeah. Was there? I've never seen that one either. Um, yeah, it was. It was, it was a reboot. <laughs> It was a reboot, and it was kind of. It's the main it character was, chick. Oh, see, stop McCre doing McCready that. was a chick. Yeah, it, it was. It was. It. I. I remember when I rented it from, from Redbox, and uh, I. I was very, very, very let down. I was not happy about it. I was very. Uh, I was. It was a night when I was uh, coming home from the bar. And I was uh, wanting to watch a movie. I was feeling pretty good. Went down there, got that, went home. And I was like, ah, 15, 20 minutes in, I was like, this is shit. And I passed out. Never watched it again. Yeah, I don't remember really watching it, too. Like, I know I had it, and I had watched it, but I don't really remember it. I didn't see it all. I think I skipped all his remakes, which might be for the best. Like, didn't they go into the ship in that movie whenever they found it? Like actually, like kind of toward. I think they did. I think they did actually. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they kind of went like a different way. It was weird. Uh, yeah. See, like leave that to people's imagination. I think. Well, less, he, I think that's a less is more kind of thing. I mean, yeah. Well, we did. Well, we saw like in the original, like well, in the John Carpenter's thing, the beginning of it, we see the uh, uh, the spaceship and all that mm -hmm. stuff, um, and then we don't know anything else about it for a while, and when they actually show it. And when Kurt Russell was like, I mean, it's probably one of the coolest fucking like, it's one of those moments where like, I love Kurt Russell. He's like, look, we're not getting out of here alive. They're not either. Like, it, right. it, it blow the fuck out of the thing. I mean, like, it was great. You didn't see, it wasn't a, it wasn't a, you almost forget that it's a science fiction type 
horror mm-hmm. film. Yeah. You know, because you're not seeing a bunch of little green men. You're not seeing a bunch of, like, UFOs. You, know? you get a couple of little shots of that shit. You forget about it. And when they go in and they, they find the the, uh, the UFO, the spaceship, and what do they do? Blow up sky high, bro. <laughs> they dime back that shit like a motherfucker. <laughs> the scene that always cracks me up is, like, the very beginning, whenever, like, you realize those Norwegians can't shit, shoot for shit, man. Like... <laughs> They missed that fucking dog like a million times. Then they have dynamite and shit. Then they fucking <laughs> land and they still can't hit the fucking dog. Well, shoots the dude in the leg. It's like you guys do not know how to shoot a fucking rifle for shit. Well, let's let's give the Norwegians a, a, a they're better with swords <laughs> and burning churches. Yeah, that, that whole scene had me fucking dying as soon as I turned it on yesterday. I'm like, who the fuck? Who was shooting this gun? Yeah. Oh, well, like you're fucking terrible. I mean, did they cause <laughs> that whole thing? If they would have just offed it? If they would have killed the if dog, they, yeah, it would have been a no movie. Wow. I never thought about that till now. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. It's kind of funny, though, because uh, nobody has a good shot except the the one guy that shoots the guy on the head. Yeah, the fucking uh, Gary, like the lieutenant or whatever the fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Pops him. Pop. Yeah. Nobody else could get the dog. They all shoot like fucking stormtroopers. But the, yeah, that's uh, you know another thing in John Carpenter movies. I don't think any of them have a happy ending. Happy ending? I don't. I don't think so. Nobody. Maybe, maybe like the boy that could fly. I forget that. Movie. Oh, I, I forgot about that one again. That Fred Savage movie. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he I forgot about that? that one too. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like as soon as I like looked down his resume, I was like, what the fuck? Wait, 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 wait. wait. He made that movie? <laughs> yeah. yeah. The fuck was that movie called again? The Boy That Can Fly. The Boy That Can Fly. Okay, yeah, yeah. I remember watching the movie as a kid. Yeah. That was John Carpenter. Okay. All right. Know. We didn't either until, well, I mean, I didn't until about three days ago. That's kind of funny. Like, like I know I've seen it. I don't I don't remember. I mean, it's pretty self-explanatory. The Boy That Can Fly. But... Right. Yeah. yeah. It's, been, it's been more than a minute since I've seen that one. Um, where are we? We are oh, on the thing. Store. Okay. Oh, we're on the store. We're in the store. We're uh, in the store. Oh, go ahead, sir. Number I figured two, I figured this episode was gonna go like this, so it's okay. Number two is gonna be they live. I've always loved that movie as a kid. Like growing up, like I remember watching that shit a thousand times. Plus I was a big wrestling fan, so you had Rowdy Piper in it. Fuck yeah. And then more fucking what's his name, Keith David. Oh yeah, the great Keith David, one of my favorite actors. Who was also in Spawn? The thing. The thing. As um, as Childs. Uh, and yeah, Spawn. Oh, yeah. yeah. You're both right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yay! Like that. That. <laughs> the whole concept of that movie, though, just fucking always blew your mind. Like. What if, like, there were aliens? Just because like, you don't know, you know. What I mean, like, shit could be popping off like today and back when we were kids. He questions well, reality a lot. Considering the fact that we live in an age where, okay, I'm just gonna go ahead and do it. All right, we live in an age where the time is where lizards are people, and there's lizard people running around everywhere. And uh, this movie just kind of just told us from the beginning. That uh, that lizard people were everywhere, but they weren't lizard people. They were all uh, fucked up looking. Because it's kind of crazy. 
because if we had if we had glasses like 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 Piper had in that movie, dude, I'm telling you, people you wouldn't even know, wouldn't even think of, would be they, they would be their their lizard people. I'm telling you, we're not getting into conspiracies and shit here, but I believe this shit. I've seen enough at this point. Lizard people are real. They live was telling to tell us that shit is all fucked up. Simple as that. I mean, honestly, if you look at they live. And look how fucking like Hollywood's become, how our world's become. I think John Carpenter just fucking knew, man. He just fucking knew. He tried to tell us, even back then. Right. He tried to tell us. That scene between them fighting in the fucking alleyway <laughs> over the glasses. Which became, a, which became a South Park. <laughs> Did it? Oh, yeah. They, <laughs> didn't see that yeah. Uh, it was, uh, <laughs> it was Timmy. And the other, um, how do I fucking word this? Um, Timmy and Jimmy. Yeah. Was that, was that, was Jimmy the other one? <laughs> okay, good. Cause I didn't know what the fucking say otherwise, but there's a whole fight scene with them in an episode and they choreographed it from they live. You can watch it. You can watch the, the fight scene between Piper and Duder from they live. And then you can watch the scene. At the same time of oh, Timmy wow. and Jimmy, wow. it's the same fucking scene, and like that's great. It's it's perfect. It really is. Yeah, kind of impressive. <laughs> actually. We actually just watched that movie as soon as Dave got here. Like I had it playing whenever so he got good. here. So it good, is a great movie. Like it really is. Same too. Uh, Meg Foster. Yeah. Oh, love her. She's her cool. Fucking eyes. Oh my gosh. Eyes, man. Oh, the fucking Oz. She, 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 uh, man, she was a, a, a big name in the fucking eighties, uh, early nineties yeah. and shit. She was in all kinds of shit, but that was, that was the one that I was, I was going to say, she'll always be evil to me. Yeah. Oh yeah. And she, you know, now she's, she's, her career got resurrected because of zombies. So, you know, right. you know, thank you, thank you zombie. Yeah. Thank you so much. Rob Zombie. And you know, that fight scene is so great. There's no music. There's no, no. like quick shots. There's no fast editing. It's just, and it goes on for a while. I think it goes on yeah, for like five good, minutes. Yeah, it's a good five minute fight. Mm-hmm. Which you, you could actually go back to the old uh, bum fight movies. You remember those? Yeah. Uh, and like, we're, yeah, it was a uh, uh, actual, <laughs> it's so horrible, but actual homeless people fighting. <laughs> And if you <laughs> and if you actually watch the scene and then go back and watch some of those, there's not much difference. I'm just saying, except Pittsburgh. Me and Angel watch the shit out of them. It was bum fights and girls gone wild. Okay, that's all I'm saying. My childhood was fucked. <laughs> I was destined to be the nasty motherfucker I am these days. But you love me, so whatever. It's just funny too in that movie, like how once dude puts the glasses on, like they're inseparable. Mm. Yeah, immediately, like they, 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 if he would just put the fucking glasses so fucking on, terrible. If they didn't, like, if if he would have just put the fucking glasses on, they wouldn't have had to beat the shit out of each other. He wasn't going to give up the satisfaction. And the thing is, though, when he when he found out, he was like, "All right, we got to do this." <laughs> and it was like it was a great team, you know. But it's like you just whip the shit out of each other, and it's like, oh, 
okay. Well, that's one of my favorite scenes in that movie is whenever they get done fighting and they're walking up the street and like they have these big bumps and bruises and their cuts and shit all over their faces. You can tell some shit just went down and they're just yeah. walking up the street together like nothing fucking happened. <laughs> and that shit kills me every time. Like we just, like I said, we just watched it. I was fucking laughing like a fool. So I was like, my favorite part's coming up. Then that happened, and Dave's just looking at me as I'm laughing. Like, why? I'm like, they're just so fucking, like, it's just so funny. Like, well, I don't know why, but it just when, kills me. When Piper's character uh, puts on the glasses for the first time, and he's walking around and all this shit, and he's seeing all these messages. Again, it goes kind of like, it's kind of crazy. Because it's like, you know, Cosmo- Cosmopolitan Magazine. Right, he puts the glasses on and it's just like obey and like all that shit. Like it's 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 not too far from what we're in now, um, but I I I I gotta say that that the scene that the the whole part that fucking does me is everybody's favorite scene. I'm here to do two things. What is that, guys? What are those two things he's there to do? The chew, chew bubble gum and kick ass. And he's all out of the Nuke and flipped it on him. <laughs> yeah. Right? yeah. <laughs> Dude, you know how cool it would be if they made a They Live video game? Oh, that'd be great. Oh, why haven't they made that? Because nobody, that's, that's the thing. Movies back then that should have been made into video games, like everybody ignored. Now would be the time for something like that. I would, oh, right. God. Oh, Fucking. Would and also, they do so much crazy shit with like audio and and video and whatever. Like you could bring fucking Piper back, you know, even just for a video game. Bring the mother. I just, just voice it like Bruce does with Evil Dead and shit. Yeah, like Piper was a favorite of mine growing up. Uh, he he just he just he was cocky. He he got the job done. He was always fucking great. And I, I, I'd like to see that. I'd, I'd like to see them fucking uh, do a move, do a, a video game of that, and actually kind of like have him immortalized in some way. You know what I mean? Like, besides, I mean, because we know we have the, we have wrestling videos and all that kind of shit. But right. it would be cool to to you know to to have him have him back for a little while. You know, play as him. You know, we we don't we didn't yeah, think a shawl crown game. That could be like a like a bonus Shh. game on the live on they live. Yeah. Oh, we, we should be in charge. Why are we in charge? <laughs> I know, man. Wasn't Bill Maher in that movie too? How comes to Frogtown? Was Bill Maher in that too or no? I don't remember. I don't remember either. The last time I watched that was actually on yeah. Joe Bob's. Yeah, it's been a minute, so I couldn't because because uh, uh Bill Maher was in a movie. Back in those days, I he was in House Two. Yeah, was that him in House Two? Yeah, I do remember that. That's what I always. Every time I see Bill Maher, I, I think of that movie. Yeah. yeah, he was the friend. He wasn't the main character. He was the friend. Okay, all right, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which yeah, those he, like Mullen's wife's boss or something? Yeah, stuff. that's right. Yeah, something like that. Like he came to the party or something. Yeah, maybe that's what I'm thinking of. But I, I, yeah. Yeah, I can talk those movies for hours. Oh, the house, they live, dude. Oh, the house movies. That's that's something I actually want to break up to you all, but we'll talk later. Yeah. Ooh, I'm getting excited. Me I too. I'm a boner. Well, the <laughs> other good scene in They Live is too. Whenever he like actually he dies. 
for destroying whenever he's destroying that satellite. And then all the alien fucks turn into aliens and that bitch is riding that dude at the end. And he's just like, what's wrong, baby? And he's all fucking alienized out. Cut. Yeah. Oh, that shit was hilarious. As a kid, uh-huh. I was just like, what? Uh-huh. <laughs> and then, like, the what is it? From like a picture that says marry and reproduce. Yeah. And like the news guy, he's like, what? What's what, what's wrong? <laughs> <laughs> They're all just hanging out like, what the fuck? In the end, Roddy Piper prevailed. Yes, he got his job done. I love yeah, it. Rest in peace. Rest in peace, Hot Rod. And, you know, he cut so many probos. It would take the a long time, promos. but the, the best. He was one of the best promo guys ever. You could get, like, sound bites. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it would take a while, but they could voice everything in there. We'll do it. Yeah. Anyway. Um, Chuck, two. Oh, shit. Well, my second was the thing. Okay. My second was the thing. But I'm gonna go ahead and change it up just because this is this is this is one that that I want to put on here. And since we've already discussed the thing. Um I'm a big fan of anthology films and body bags. Oh nice. Uh, it, I, that was one of the ones I was fighting yeah. for for my third yeah. one as well. Same. Same, yeah. Like it, 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 it's John Carpenter is, you know, in the film. He's telling you the stories. Uh, he's, you know, the worker in the fucking like. He's, you know, he's in a lot of his movies. But yeah, but but in this one, he was he was taking a crib keeper, right? Uh, kind of feel to it. Like he's drinking from Aldon on his shot, and he's like, you know, I mean. Like, hey, it was cool as fuck. And the stories were so weird. They started out kind of like semi-normal. That, that, was, that was him, and I think he did the first two stories, then Toby Hooper did the third one. Uh, Toby Hooper awesome. did, he did The Eye. Yeah, with yeah. Mark Hamill. Yeah. yeah. Uh, which was an influence for like five other movies that came on years later. Um, but like, you know, you, you start out the film, uh, John Carpenter's a uh, worker um in the morgue and of course you find out that he's dead which makes it perfect um i, I guess i can't remember if you find out that he's dead beforehand or whatever but like whatever um but you have the, the gas stations uh uh story that was great it was great uh you had appearances from so many people in horror in that like what's his uh what's his name robert carradine lewis from nerds um, uh, yeah, I think so. Something like yeah. that. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, Robert. Yeah, Robert Carradine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, you had Robert Carradine from Nerds. You had, you had uh, uh, Wes Craven makes an appearance in that yeah. in that one. Uh, he's the old man. Yeah. Um, and then you had uh, Duder from American Werewolf in London. Uh, he was the handsome guy that's flirting with a girl. Okay. Um, but. That one, out of all the stories of that one, that one was the one that like always hit me, because I was like, that's just a creepy like thought process. Yeah, that was a really you good know? story. Yeah, yeah, I mean, like, what would you do? You know, you're you're brand new on the job. God tell you know, God's telling you everything you know, all that stuff, whatever, just to find out the guy that was showing you what to do is actually the psycho killer, and you know, like it it it's a mystery too. 
And I'm sorry for those that haven't seen Body Bags. I just gave oh, the fuck away. Way past spoiler on that one. Yeah. Yeah, way, way past spoiler on that one. Uh, sorry, you should have already seen it. Then why are you watching the show? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, but it, 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 there's a certain like it's it's it's, it's terrifying. You know, what I mean, like you're trapped in this little tiny thing, and right, you know, like I, and then like you get locked out, and then you know, there's 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 a lot of of, of moments of uh, of terror in that one, um, and then you of course you have uh, you have the heroin, where guy wants to grow his hair out, which is played by the amazing Stacy Keish, uh, who was in uh, American History X. Cheech and Chong up in smoke. Cheech Sergeant Sedanko. Right, yeah, like, I'm stoned. I am fucking high. I have the munchies. God damn it, I have the munchies. Um, Stacey Keach, uh, amazing actor. Um, road, uh, road Trip, well, what was it called? Road, Road Rage, Road, whatever the fuck. Uh, another one. good news. It, it was a movie, that, it was him and Jamie Lee Curtis, and it was fucking amazing, but anyway. Um, but it's all about. I mean, like when you get older, you know, you 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 start losing your hair, you start feeling a little bit more. I mean, Chad and I can kind of relate. <laughs> yeah. Look at that face. Look at it. That's a baby face right there, motherfucker. Um, and you know, and he he's he's a guy that like he feels like you know he feels like his girlfriend just thinks he looks old, and and he's just he just feels like shit. And then he goes to this place with uh, Duder, who played in The Omen, and then also played in like you know Ninja Turtles two. Um, yeah, he's another him, one. Yeah, he's another one. Yeah, I forgot he was in that. So many fucking people in, in this fucking anthology. I mean, like you really. I mean, like there's a lot. Uh, but you know, like he gives them the extensions, and then all of a sudden, like they're alive. They're worms. They're, which is terrifying. I mean, he wakes up the next day and he's got like a long, flowing, like Peter Steele type of negative Looks hair. Looks like fucking Fabio. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then he starts growing it out of his nose, like uh, like out of every orifice. Like it's kind of gross. Uh, but still, like you know, it's a good, it's a good story. It's fucked up, but it's a good. St- it also makes you kind of think, though, too, uh, about you know. The latest thing that's the latest trend, things like that. And at that time period, you had, well, you had all your fucking infomercials and all that shit. So it was, it tapped into that a little bit, right. uh, kind of poking fun at it. Um, and then I can't remember, was there three or four stories on that one? That was three. Was it just three? Yeah. Because then, then that was the uh, Mark was the eye. The eye, yeah, yeah, yeah. Baseball player loses his fucking eye in a horrible accident. one. They give him, they give him, you know, somebody else's eye, and it's a killer. And it's a great story, Toe Pooper. I mean, that was dope. Such a cool idea, too. Yeah, which everyone ripped off after. Yeah, he's out there partying shit and fucking digs a ditch for his wife. He goes from being such a loving husband. What am I seeing? What am I seeing here, Doc? Good shit. 
Uh, but yeah, I, I, I'll go body bag just because you know. Like I, said, I do want to go back to uh, the first story though. Like I'm pretty sure the bum or whatever is the same bum that played Red in Back to the Future. Oh, he's another one that pops up in a lot of his movies. Yeah, because he was in uh, um, New York too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the same people in those fucking movies. Yeah. Hey, it's the same with, with same directors. Um, same directors. Well, with with certain directors, they always like to use their the you know similar right. cast. Look at, look at Quentin Tarantino. Oh yeah, he's a big one. Like the same fifteen people in every movie. Nineties. Mm -hmm. You kind of you kind of know that Sam Jackson's popping up somewhere in those. Movies. Right, hundred <laughs> yeah. percent. Saying motherfucker. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, and it's gonna be great. Yes. I mean, Jackie Brown. Everybody we'll get, just wanted to hear. We'll get to Quentin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry. We'll definitely get, sure. get to Quentin. Um, well. That'll be a long episode. That will be a long episode. Chuck Nasty, I really thought I'd have bet money that the fog was going to be your number one. Since it it almost was. It almost was. Wait till you get to my number one because I'm sure you all have it too. I was just going to say the same thing. I can almost guarantee now because of that, I think we're all three going to have the same number one. Big trouble. Big trouble. Little China. Yep. And this was another movie that didn't do well. And it was another movie that went up against another big movie that wiped it out. It was called fucking aliens. Yep. Which was also released by 20th Century Fox. And it looks like 20th Century Fox just kind of did them dirty and invested all their money in aliens and yeah, kind yeah. of ignored this fucking gem of a movie that I remember. I remember seeing it for the first time on network TV. It was the part in the alley when the three storms first come in. And, buddy, I was hooked after that. Right. And back ah. then, you couldn't find, you couldn't just click a button and see what the title of a movie was. Um, if anything, you had to wait for the, the bumpers when they would go to commercial. Sometimes they would mm -hmm. say like, we'll return to big trouble in little China after this or something like yep. that. It took me a while to find out the title of the movie. And then I went out and rented it. Yeah, it was before the TV guy. Channel. Yeah, that was, yeah, that was before way before the TV guy. Channel. Uh, you know, the thing about big trouble was, uh, as a kid, uh, I, my dad showed me how to record movies. Mm -hmm. Um, which I'll go ahead and throw out here. The two movies that I first recorded off TV was Suburban Commando. No, actually, it was <laughs> Subur Suburban it was Commando. Suburban That's Commando awesome. and Commando. Same VHS. Nice. Um, and so, like, I had, I I think it was a, a Sunday afternoon. Uh, Fan was all chilling out, whatever the fuck. And, like, on Fox, Fox or 19XIX. Uh, which was channel 11 channel 11 not channel 35,000 channel 11 okay kids um and they played they they, they played big trouble in little china and they played it like every other weekend on either oh. fox not xx tnt tbs somewhere um and i loved it so much that i recorded it on like four or five different videos just because if I was if I was watching a movie that was taped on it, I knew it was coming up, and I was like, "That's my movie." Uh, Jack Burton. I wanted to be Jack Burton, and now I'm older. I'm like, "Why?" Like, <laughs> <clears throat> but again, great characters, great story. Uh, yeah, Big Trouble, dude. Yeah, 
but go on. I'll talk more in a second. Well, yeah, I think we should all just jump in on this one since it's our all all of our number ones anyway. I think we'll just jump in. Definitely is. Um, the great James Hong, who it is a fucking crime this man just now is getting a walk on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. By true, the way. true. Um, we did fail to mention that's the 40th anniversary of the thing. Oh shoot! Yeah, the thing just had its 40th anniversary. If you guys want to feel old. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But that's again. Would you rather sell tickets the week, the first weekend your movie came out, or would you rather have people talking about it and having screenings of it forty years later? Well, I'd rather have if, that. I, since we're gonna mention that, uh, you know the controversy over there right now, right? No, what? Uh, the controversy, yeah, uh, because they they put it that it's in the theaters again for the for the oh, anniversary. Nice. Uh, but the problem is they've cut off like. A big section of the screen, and people are like throwing a fit because they they cut. I I, uh, I don't know. The tickets for it are like twenty bucks to go see it, and apparently they've cut it down from uh, you know your usual uh, I guess widescreen to fit the theater screens, and people are throwing a goddamn fit about it. So they cropped I don't know. It. Yeah, they cropped it. Like apparently, pretty good too. I was talking to a friend last night. who was talking about it. He's like, "No, dude." He's like, "They they fucking cut this motherfucker down to size," and like a lot of people were mad about it. So I and wonder I was, like, if they cropped it to the TV format. It sounds like maybe. I would say they probably did, but here's my thing about that. Uh, I would much rather. Uh, sit in my living room uh, with my my 56 inch screen uh, and watch it on Peacock, uh, which is just as good. All right, uh, or I can I can I can smoke, I can drink, I can burp, I can fart. It doesn't fucking matter. Okay, fuck your wine and go watch it at home. Right, yeah. it's cheaper. Yeah, it's cheaper it. to get Peacock. Okay, if you're gonna pay 20 bucks to go see it, you should probably own it anyway. You get five dollars. Spend fucking like you know, yeah. Like get the goddamn get the Peacock app. Fucking shut up. That's so okay. Weird. Like yeah, I'd rather just weird. not show it at all than show it, it, it like that. All I can yeah. think of is that original print of the film is probably so beat up. Yeah, the only print they can find that was decent would be the the television because they used to reformat them when they went to VHS. Yeah, but that's also a cop out because, like, we wa- we watched it last night. Looked great, looked fantastic, looked fantastic, looked amazing. Uh, I guess the, just the digital formats are are good to go. I guess they couldn't get like a for the reels. I guess the reels are so beat up. That's all I could think of because I, I just can't understand the reasoning of that. Otherwise, to charge people twenty dollars a ticket, thinking they're going to have this great experience, and guess what? No soup for you, right? <laughs> like I mean, like I would, I would love to see the thing in theaters. It'd be cool, yeah. you know. It's like, oh, I saw, you know. But these days, I'd much rather just be at home. You know, I hear that. You know, you know, put out, put out a special edition with like, you know, get John Carpenter to give you a big like intro to it or some shit. Throw that shit on Peacock or whatever the fuck, Shutter, whatever. I'm happier than a pig and shit. It don't matter. Yeah, right. Yeah. right. 
Less people, the better. <laughs> That's weird. So well, back to Big Trouble. Any, yeah, back to Big Trouble in Little China. Like back, back to a great film. Um, Another great yeah. film. <clears throat> to pick a favorite to, to scene. To throw out there, though, our first podcast we ever really tried was called Pork Chop Express. Or actually, no. It was the the, check, check, is, is the, the check is in the mail. The check is in the mail. Yeah. You know, you want to talk about Jack Burton being out on a dark and stormy night. Like, man, like, I, I, Jack Burton, man, when I was a kid, as a kid, I wanted to be him. I had a little uh, little fake knife that when you stabbed, it went in, you know. And it looked like the knife he had. And I kept it in my fucking boot as a kid. All right? And I just, I thought that Jack Burton was the coolest motherfucker. He was a smart ass. He was straight to the fucking game, all that shit. Now, as I've gotten older, I've realized that he wasn't the hero of the movie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, Dennis he... Dunn. What? So Dennis Dunn was actually the hero in the movie. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it, it was one of those... It was it was a, a weird uh, character for Kurt Russell in a John Carpenter film because, you know, Kurt Russell was usually like the, the badass. Da, da, da. In this one, he's, he's the comic relief. <laughs> You know, he's he's basically the guy from Overboard in this movie. <laughs> you know, and it's like his little comment. Like I couldn't stop laughing last night, but like his little comments he'd make through the whole thing. You know, like you know, yeah, you know, big, tall, like goofy looking, like you know, spitting like lasers out of his eyes. Yeah, that happened, Wang. Like I mean, like it just just the way he is, the whole shit. Like it's he's great. It's a great character. Great fucking movie, man. I fucking love it. Like, shit. And says to the villain, as he's tied up in the wheelchair, or checking to a psych ward, whichever comes first, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Mr. Button. Yeah. <laughs> a girl with green eyes. Green eyes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's going like, in the trailer. <laughs> the, uh, the, the, the scene with, with uh, Lopan and Egg when they're they're, they're when they're fighting their shit it's it's like two kids like i love it because that time period video games were becoming a big thing right and it's it's like two kids fucking yeah, yeah. like it's, it's just it's hilarious to me like the whole movie's fucking i mean there's parts in that movie that are actually like kind of freaky but most of the time, I'm watching the movie. I'm laughing, laughing my ass off. You know what I mean? Like it, it's it's great. You have all these weird fucking monsters, weird fucking characters, and not to mention the fact that the three storms. One of them became the uh, influence for Raiden in Mortal Kombat. So, which there were a lot of influence in Mortal Kombat from <laughs> trouble. Um, include Shang Tsung was is Lo Pan. Yeah, I would say that's um, that, that's part of yeah, part Raiden of and oh no, don't get me started on Mortal Kombat. We'll we'll really get sidetracked then. What what I no, I've got to know like what what is it? What is the scene in that movie that sticks out when somebody says Big Trouble China? What is the scene that you're just like? Honestly, I, I can watch the whole movie in my head in like two minutes. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, but like, there's so many good like scenes in this movie. A lot of times I think of the part with him in the wheelchair rolling down the, the ramp backwards. Oh, yeah. Then he, like, gets up at the last moment. Because, like, that's yeah. actually terrifying. 
You ever have that feeling when you're leaning back in a chair and you're about to fall and you just catch yourself? Constantly. Yeah. You have that feeling all the time. That must be a living hill. Well, welcome to my life. <laughs> so, like, imagine rolling down a hill. Nothing's going to stop you. And I always thought, like, I didn't... I thought they were both heroes. Like, I saw it as kind of a buddy movie, like a like a lethal weapon kind of thing. It was like a Oh, completely. Yeah. yeah. I, I never yeah. picked one hero over the other. Well, as you get as you get older, you watch the movie, you realize that because we've talked about this on uh, on uh, uh, Tells in the podcast, um, and you really don't realize how much the hero isn't Jack Burton, mm. but it's like scenes where like he's like ha, and he shoots up. I was up just the- thinking that. I was just <laughs> thinking about that part. I swear to God. I'm- and then like when the big soldier gets him and he stabs him, the guy's like, oh, I was like, oh. Fuck, like really? Like and he can't get him off of him. Everybody else is flying around fighting. There's this big battle, and Jack's stuck with this one guy that he just can't get the fuck off of him. Yeah. Yeah. He can't get the ass dead body off of him. Jack Burton. Go on. Whenever he first shoots that guy and the dude's like, first time popping somebody, he's like, nah. (laughs) No. (laughs) Because he's full of shit. He's full of shit. Like that's a you know. Um what was it? Uh, well, I, w- I would have to say that what it comes down to it, I remember the first time, because I, if I remember correctly, the first time that I recorded Big Trouble um, was that uh, it wasn't the beginning of the movie when I started recording. I saw it was on push record. And it was at the scene where, uh, where Jab Burton and uh, other dude. Wang. Wang. Uh, they're sitting in the truck. You're they're, they, 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 they've already, they've already gone and they're trying to find the girls that got taken from the airport and they go, you know, whatever. And he's like, what the hell is this Wang? And he's like, he's like, be quiet. Don't make a move. He's like the Lords of death and the sons of the South or whatever the fuck they're called. And he, <laughs> sons of the South. Um, but he's like, no, he's like, you know, it's, it's, it's a, it's a, a, a standoff, you know, that whole thing. He's just that whole scene right there makes that whole fucking movie what it is. You know, like low pan. He's like, what the hell? He's like, I he's like, I go like I ran over this guy and like like what the hell? Like I, I you know, it's just there's there's imagine being an outsider so much. You know, it's like, okay, he goes from driving a truck and having some stupid bets to going to fucking pick up a girl for his buddy because his buddy has owes him money. And that's the only reason why he's helping him. Yeah. And then now you're stuck in a Chinese standoff between two gangs. Things are going crazy. Oh, yeah. And three individuals just showed up that uh, have powers beyond rec- like recognition. Uh, oh, yeah. You ran over a tall Chinese guy that happens to shoot fucking lights out of his face. Uh, terrifying. <laughs> But like I mean, the best they know is like when they go back into the fucking, uh, they go you know they they go back into the uh, uh, the clubhouse, the brothel, whatever the fuck. And repairman. Yeah. Well, no. Well, when he first goes in, when Jack Burton first goes in, oh, the brothel. Yeah, the brothel, and he's like, "Well, I was kind of looking for something more exotic. If you got a woman with green eyes, you know." And then the girl goes off on shit, and he goes over to the girl. And he's like, "Yeah, he's trying to make small talk." 
And she's like, take off your tie, please. And he's like, <laughs> yeah. like, he's like, oh yeah, my wife got it for me. I know what you mean. And then like the shit, like I don't know, like that that's that's Kurt Russell. Yeah. <laughs> like that is like he 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 just he, it's hard not to like the guy. Like he's just dirty in that scene is great. Oh yeah. Like he just he's like, Oh, I really wish these were in color because I'm like looking for a girl with green eyes. A girl with green eyes. That's like, that's that's that, that, that doesn't even happen. Yeah, and um Wang owed him money and he also had his truck stolen. He just <laughs> wanted to get his truck back. Right. Really that was almost his whole Wang, story. He just wanted to get his fucking truck back. Keep your money, Wang. Like, I'm out of here. Wang, I don't want to hear <laughs> Yeah, that's right. He said, "Fuck it." He's like, "You know what? I'm done with this." <laughs> but like when that when they go back in and like like what am I? Like, I think it's a funny fucking ass scene. Is when they when they go back in as 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 a, a repairman, and uh, they get up to the <laughs> the elevator, and he's like, "What? What does that say?" And he's like, "He's like, uh, yeah, uh, rings uh-huh. of uh, rings of death or whatever." And he's like, "Really?" And he's like. No, it says it says uh, whatever the fuck, and it's just like their their banter back and forth is great. You know what I mean? Uh, but I will get I gotta say though, I gotta say, Jab Burton was the one that took out Lopan. Yeah, mm-hmm. and probably one of the coolest scenes. Like he's got the lipstick all around his mouth, and and like he's like ah. Mr. Button, yeah, and like, <laughs> and he talks, you know, and he just catches that shit and just launches it back, poof, right in his fucking head, down, and then you get that one motherfucker who's like, ooh, ooh, and he gets all big, and he's just like, like, it, it's so cartoonish. It's so but good, it's though. Great, it's one of the greatest death all, scenes all in the, cinematic all the Buddha history. Statues fall over. Yeah, like yeah. Yeah, yeah, like it, it's a movie that, like, minus minus the brothel scene, it's it's a movie you can show your kids. I mean, like, it, it happens really, like, yeah. Well, I mean, I don't want to. I don't know about you, but I don't want to explain to my kid what a brothel is right now. But it, it, it's a film that I'm. I think my kid would actually really enjoy, and I think that that it because it, it has everything a kid wants. I mean, when I was a kid, it was it was why it was my favorite movie. Right. You had great characters. You had fucked up monsters, um, and also something that that a lot of people don't pick up on is the beginning of the movie when they're asking they're asking Egg. You know, he's he's being interrogated on the ship. They're like they're like we didn't know like you know where we didn't, we're trying to figure out where Jack Burton and his truck are, and you're like, okay, you leave Jack Burton alone. You leave Jack Burton alone. Like I. And then, and then he's like, you talk about magic and all that stuff, whatever. And then at the end of the movie, you realize what they're talking about because Jab Burton's doing his thing. On, you know, he's done with everything. He leaves Gracie Law behind, and he's, you know, does he want to kiss her goodbye? No. No. Nope. And because he's not saying goodbye, he's like, "I'll see you later." He gets in the truck and he goes. He's doing his whole spiel, and then you see the fucking the beast in the back of it. And you're like, oh, Jad Burton didn't fucking win. He went missing. <laughs> like, where the fuck is that movie? You know, we we, we 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 probably don't need that to happen. But it'd be dope. 
I, I can't I can't help but to say yeah. Say if they're gonna remake it or reboot it, scares uh, the shit out of me. Leave but... it alone. Leave it alone. Leave it alone. Unless it's John Carpenter. Like when I was a kid, I wanted a sequel so bad. Yeah. But like now, it's God. Just leave it alone. Let it be. Yeah, what it dude. Is. Let it be. Let it fucking. One be. of my favorite scenes in that movie too is whenever that big fucking like roach thing came out the wall, and Aishem throws a little bomb at it, and he's like. You will come out no more. And he's like, what? What? What will come out? What will come, come out, out no more? <laughs> like, when, yeah. uh, when they're escaping the brothel and um, he goes to open the door and all the ninjas are standing behind it. They're just standing there. And then he shuts it real fast. He's like, we may be trapped. <laughs> yeah. They only saw me hide. And they play the music. <laughs> oh. God, it's such a great movie. I'm totally There's so many great it. scenes. I'm going to watch that again tonight. It's so good. I mean, I... Well, okay. The the, the scene where uh, where Egg is giving everybody the drink. Oh, yeah. He's like, what exactly is in this, Egg? Yeah. <laughs> uh, and they drink it. And because, well, Egg's telling them stuff. And he's like, he's like, the eggs are demons or whatever the fuck. And he's like... Yeah, great. Egg. What what's in this? And then they all drink it. And they're all like in the elevator, and they're all like, ah, feeling pretty good. Feel pretty good right now. Like, yeah. And like the guys are like, ah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I don't know. Like I, I I want some of that. Like right? like I I not 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 so much to fight evil, but I I want to know how how the bedroom experience would be on that shit. I'm just saying. I think that that it would be may, may, uh Catastrophic. I feel invincible. I feel kind of yeah. invincible. Me banging bitches like Patrick Bateman. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, like, like the, the 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 scene with uh with Wang, you know, and the the fucking, oh, which one was he? One of the the three storm guys, and they're jumping back and forth, like fighting in the air. Yes. Yeah. Yes. As a kid, that was the coolest fucking thing, dude. It's like, dude. Uh, they're just sitting there, you know, like, I, I don't know, man, I, I, I got, like, watching it last night, like, every time I watch this, like, watch this movie, I become a kid again. Even talking right. about it, I'm like a kid again. You know, it's, 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 that's why it's number one. I mean, it's, it's number one. It's okay. one of the best. Funny as shit, action-packed. Uh, I have a good bit of a uh, big trouble on little China stuff. Yeah. yeah. What all do you have? Uh, just like figures and blankets and fucking shirts and shit. Yeah, he's got a big Hell blanket, yeah. with no pan on it. Yeah, no pants. Oh, shirt. that's cool. Hell yeah. Yeah, Mister Batten. Um, I did it way too well. I've been practicing my whole life. Um, what was it? You know, when Jab Burton says at a time like this, what the hell? <laughs> oh, it's so great. It's, it really is so fucking great, man. There's like so much shit to talk about with this shit. The fucking eye monster. Like, that, like, Egg Shan's trying to, like, tie his talk about back and forth with it shit. And, like, Jab Burton just shoots it. <laughs> like, well, you never know until oh. you try. <laughs> <laughs> Like he's that guy. We have all known Jack Burton. And no matter if it was in high school or if it was a friend we knew or a family member, we've all known Jack Burton. Yeah, we'll have to have an extra episode just doing nothing but big trouble on Little China. 
Easy. That would be another easy one. Oh yeah, it might it it, it might happen. It might happen. Fucking yeah, yeah. I think yeah. maybe if we just go through the movie from beginning to end, maybe throw right. some tips in. Yeah, yeah. Good time. I wonder if that's we could figure out how to stream that live and watch it. Oh, so I, be awesome. I, I think it'd be cool if we actually were able to do like a a, a watch movie one night doing this shit. But you know, going back to John Carpenter in general. Um, before we get off here, because we've been on here for a long, a little yeah, longer actually, than usual. This was an easy one to fill some time up. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, oh, I mean, we could still go on for a fucking hour easy about Big Trouble in Little China. And not to mention that, but I mean, like, John Carpenter is seventy something years old. He's still kicking ass. Yeah. Uh, Studio 666. Six. Um, he, he, him and his son do the music, the score for that movie. He's in the movie. Yeah, he's um, like the engineer or something. Yeah, he's, he's the, he's the recording, yeah, the recording engineer. So, um, the man's just almost unstoppable. I think that John Carpenter will always, until the day he dies, he will be doing what he does. Yeah, he'll be I making agree. making great movies. He'll be kicking out scores left and right. I've got a buddy of mine that that has a few John Carpenter scores, and you know, it, it, it's they're 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 fun to listen to. I mean, you know, Assault on Pre uh, was Assault on Precinct Thirteen. Yep, yep. yeah. You know, uh, fuck. They're so fucking vampires. Fuck yeah, vampires. There's, there's, there's a lot of honorable mentions. Vampires. Ghost, Ghost of Mars. I always like Ghost that movie. Of Ghost of Mars. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I will die alone on this hill, but I will say Memoirs of an Invisible Man. No, that's good shit. Is also one of my favorites. Well, I've never seen that one. I've never seen that one. I need to see that. 1993, uh, 92, 92. Um, it's another one Sam Neill's in, and he actually plays the villain. It's actually it's funny. It's another one I that think. just went under the radar. I it's so weird with his I don't know if he pissed people off in Hollywood or what happened, but his movies, as great as they are, just go under the radar. Or they went under the radar. You know, radar. we also have to we also have to mention this one because I mean it, it's Christine. Yeah. Um not my favorite. I mean, I'm a big Stephen King guy. I mean, Stephen King's the reason why I, I write the stories that I do. Um, but John Carpenter, his style of directing and and how he does things, that he makes them. That, that, that that's a good movie. Um, it's a good movie. That was, that was one of the ones I was fighting for for my third slot. It's entertaining as fuck. Um, which actually, a funny story, just real quick. Uh, the guy that's in it that plays one of the the buddies, who was also in Ghostbusters at the beginning of the movie, the guy that keeps getting shocked, even though he has all the answers right, but Bill oh, Murray yeah. trying to fuck the, the blonde chick. Mm-hmm. Uh, which I mean, I don't blame him. Um, he was at Scarefest a few years back, and you know what's crazy about like our our horror culture is. It doesn't matter how big a role you had. It doesn't matter 
uh, how famous you are, you were in that movie. Because mm-hmm. uh, he was, I mean, he was right there at Christine and Ghostbusters, all that shit or whatever. Uh, nice guy, nice guy. Uh, I didn't get an autograph, but I talked to him for a second. Um, I just thought it was kind of funny. Like, I, you know, I mean, just like, I don't know. It's like Christine is one of those fucking movies that, uh, which actually we have to mention this. They're making a sequel. What? I heard something about that. Huh. Yeah, I was really hoping it was false. Um, I kind of was not. hoping it was like Beetlejuice too, but mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, apparently this is actually happening, and I don't know how I feel about it. I don't know how I feel about it, but uh, the original Christine is a classic, and it's it's a fun one. If anything, it's a fun one. Yeah. So, and yeah, yeah. One thing about horror fans and the horror community is we remember we remember everything and we're loyal until the end. <laughs> Most of us. Yeah. <laughs> Some of us are dicks. The real when ones. I say When I say us, I don't mean us. I mean like other people. Like, we respect this shit. This is why we do this shit. You know? That's right. Right. Yeah. Well, John any Carpenter. final thoughts on John Carpenter before we close up the store? What else can you say? Yeah, he's just a legend and a genius. Uh, he's the man, dude. The Godfather uh, of slasher films. Uh, the day that we lose John Carpenter will be a very, very sad day. Very, very sad day. And you'll be, I'll be damned if I'm not playing every movie that he's ever made that day. John, he just he, he out of out of all the they live a big yeah okay um yeah big trouble is all our number we all picked yeah. that that is our number one they live was my number two uh, that was yeah um but when it comes to John Carpenter though he is one no offense to to Wes Craven no offense to Romero obviously no offense to to uh, to, to Hooper. Um, John Carper has the better movies. He's got a list this long that I would go for his movies over half of those. You yeah. know what I mean? You know, uh, you know, Craven had Craven had uh, uh, Elm Street Scream. Hooper had Chainsaw, and a lot of other good movies too. But that was the one he was mainly known for. Um, John Carpenter has a list that is almost endless. Halloween. Assault on, on Precinct 13. The Fog. The Thing. Dot, 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 dot. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, he is, in my opinion, one of the greatest horror directors of all time. And rightfully so, you know, I, I hate that, that I hate that the, the other forefathers are gone, uh, but we still got him where we can. So I'm, I'm, you know, I have to give respect to John Carpenter. I've loved him for so many years, so much respect. Well, we Music can't say movies. That for now he's, uh, like you said, he's still kicking ass. He's, he's still kicking ass. He's yeah. And you know, he always kept doing it no matter how much money he had, how big the budget was, how small the budget was, how a studio treated him. He kept making movies. Yep. He didn't give a fuck. And 
that's why I, I think I would think he'd prefer the longevity of his movies as opposed to how much money they made. Yeah. I mean, I don't know the guy, but I think he could probably care less. Can, can I also throw out here, though, that do you remember the bullshit that happened between him and Rob Zombie? No. Uh, Rob Zombie came out with, because, uh, like, for one, like, I'm, I'm, I'm a Rob Zombie fan. I'm a white zombie fan. Uh, I think Rob Zombie's a complete dick. Uh, he's a complete fucking dick, and I'd probably punch him in the fucking face, but whatever. Uh, but I still love his music, and I still love his music or movies. But I'd punch him in the fucking face and kick him in the nuts, but that's for another fucking time. Um, he came out and said that John Carpenter was an asshole to him about making Halloween. And John Carpenter came out and was like, I told him to go for it. I wasn't mean to him at all. He's like, that son of a bitch was coming to me and be an asshole. He's like, dude, he, 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 he talked to Rob about everything. They were cool. He said, go for it. And then Rob comes out on a fucking uh, uh, interview talking about how John Carpenter was a dick to him about it. And, da, 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 da. and then John Carpenter's fucking response to that was, fuck you. He's like, I never said any of that shit. You piece of shit. You big fucking baby. So John Carpenter is a king. I, I tend to believe Carpenter's version of the story. But. I completely believe Carpenter over zombie. Completely. Again, big fan of zombie. Big fan. Love to punch him in the mouth a couple of hundred times. But yeah, Carpenter, I believe him. Yeah. Zombie was a baby. Go go ask anybody that, that knows anything about the fucking white zombie Pantera. I hate God tour back in the day. Fucking Rob was a goddamn whiny ass about his Oreos being eaten. It was dime bag and Phil that ate his fucking Oreos. Yeah, he wouldn't he wouldn't fucking he had his own fucking buzz. He's a big fucking cunt. He is. Sorry, but I love his movies. Love his music. He's a cunt. Fuck him. I wouldn't cry if he died. Whatever. <laughs> And I'm a that's dick. The kind of, that's the kind of bullshit you deal with at Hollywood. Fuck but that. Then you have a guy Fuck like John that. Carpenter, but he kept doing it. He kept doing it because he loved it. Right. John, that's what John Carpenter, go look that shit up. There is a video of John Carpenter talking about that shit. And he is such a boss about it. He is such a boss about it. He just, he, he kept, and then Rob Zombie actually, after, uh, after he called him out about it, Rob Zombie was like, why he was like messaging him and calling him and stuff and like whining and crying. I'm sorry. Big old baby. Big old baby. Fuck you, Rob. <laughs> that John Carpenter, number one, motherfucker. Hell yeah. Number one. Ah. Number one, one of number our one. forefathers of cinematic horror, suspense, thriller, action, everything. That's why yep. I said. When someone comes into the video store and asks for something good, we take them right to the John Carpenter section because you can't go wrong. Can't go wrong. That said, thank you, John Carpenter. We are your video store clerks. We're closing up the store for this evening. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. Before we go, does anybody have anything to plug? What do you guys got going on? No. I'm sorry. John, John? do you have something going on? Okay, here we go. Uh... I'm going to keep it simple. Bastard Sons of a Judas Goat. Go on our Facebook page. Check it out. Uh, we've got the Fuck Cancer Metal Fest number 11 coming up next month. Uh, you can find out when and where. Lebanon Junction, Kentucky. All that shit. 
Uh, we've got a show in August in Lexington, Kentucky. You can go to our page, follow that shit out. Uh, yeah, that's it. That's all I'm going to say right now. Like, oh, wait, wait, wait. Fuck me. Fuck me running. No. Tales of Shock and Terror, uh, our comic book. Go check it out. Go get it. Buy it. Love it. We're, we're actually working on stories for number two right now. And I'll tell you right now, my story involves a toilet monster. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> yes, absolutely. If you can't get enough Chuck Nasty, you can find about his Facebook page. We encourage you to do so. And also like and follow us. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. Ring the bell so you'll be notified immediately whenever we put out new material because we love what we do. And we're trapped in the video store anyway, so we might as well share our lives with the world. That is all for this evening. Join us again live next week, Wednesday at 10. I'm Dave. I'm Chapman. I'm Chuck, and this is Bruiser. <laughs> and we are your video store clerks. Thank you again, and tune in next week. It's all in the reflexes. Word. It's not a legacy I want to leave behind, but I am Chuck Nasty. Welcome to the store. This is Video Store Clerks. All movies. All the time. Welcome to the store. <laughs>